This is an NC Baptist resource. For more, visit ncbaptist.org. Welcome to the NC Baptist Podcast, the podcast designed to engage with ministry leaders around topics that will explore approaches and resources to help us be on mission together. It's because of your generosity that this resource is available. Learn more at ncbaptist.org slash give or contact us at communications at ncbaptist.org. Well, welcome to the NC Baptist podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. My name is Casey Norkett. I'm the Great Commission Catalyst for Region 6 and 8 with NC Baptist. And we're recording this podcast in the On Mission Together exhibit hall at this year's annual meeting at the Curry Convention Center in Greensboro. The theme of this year's annual meeting is On Mission Together, and we're celebrating the different ways God is using NC Baptists to draw people to himself from every nation, tribe, people, and tongue. After the recording of this podcast, North Carolina Baptists will gather together shortly for the NC Baptist and IMB Sending Celebration, which will feature a variety of missionaries who are being sent from NC Baptist churches. Joining me today are Brandon and Danielle Pirtle from Raleigh, North Carolina. They are two of the many that will be celebrated and prayed for tonight at the Sending Celebration, along with many other NC Baptists. So join me in welcoming Brandon and Danielle. Thank you guys for being here. Yes, thank you. We're happy to be here. Well, first off, just share a little bit about yourselves and how the two of you met. Brandon and I met at our um, university at Arkansas State, and um, we've been enjoying living in North Carolina for the past five years, and everything else is history. <laughs> our calling story is pretty crazy because um, we were both called on the same night before we had even met um, at our Baptist collegiate ministry at our university. Um, one of our friends shared about her um, time serving overseas, and both of us that night felt called to do missions. And um, we both ended up doing short-term trips, and God confirmed our callings through those. And then after my first short-term trip, we met. Now, what brought you to Southeastern specifically? Our college, Baptist Collegiate Ministry, BCM, uh, was planning trips to visit seminaries. And our BCM director at the time took us to Southeastern for a vision trip. Now, remind me, you guys are in the 2 plus 2 program, correct? Yeah. The 2 plus program is where you start the majority of your studies in the United States at a seminary, and um, part of your degree schedule is to spend time overseas and serve for at least two years, and that's the plus. So um, for us, we're going with IMB to Japan. So you said you're going to Japan. Tell me a little about where you're going Uh, and a little bit about God's calling on your life and on your calling to Japan. We are going to Fukuoka, Japan, which is pretty far south in Japan. It's a city of about 1.6 million people, vast majority lost. Um, We're going to be joining a pre-existing team who's been there for maybe a decade, partnering with local churches, um, teaching evangelism, discipleship, mobilizing the few Japanese believers to be reaching their Japanese family, friends, the community at large. Yeah, what's pretty crazy about Japan is surprisingly a lot of people don't think about going and doing missions there, Um, but the reality is that it is one of, by population, one of the largest, most unreached people groups. Only point, around 0.5% are evangelical Christians, so the majority of people are totally lost. 
but I'm really excited for God to call us there. Now, how specifically did Japan get on your radar? Our university back home uh, has a partnership with Saitama University in Tokyo, so we would have tons of Japanese uh, exchange students. And at our BCM, we did a ton of uh, international ministry and um, conversation partner kind of stuff, uh, mostly with Japanese. We had a lot of other uh, nationalities there, ethnicities, but Japanese was the majority and Japanese is what we grew to love. For sure. And here recently, um, in the past few years, we've um, been able to connect with a lot of Japanese ladies, for me specifically, um, through ESL programs. Um, through some local churches, and I'm really excited to have those connections before we leave. And one of the churches is even doing a Bible study with specifically Japanese women. Um, and there's like 14 or 15 new ladies there, and that's amazing just to see Japanese people hearing the gospel, even in the States. So the Lord called you both same night. The Lord began to bring Japanese people to you where you were, and just began to cultivate a love and, and heart for them. What, what happened next from there? You guys went to Southeastern, you've been doing the 2 plus 2 program, and then tell me a little bit about your, your sending experience, and include kind of your local church, what involvement your local church has been in that. So for us, we attend the um, Summit Church Blue Ridge Campus in Raleigh, North Carolina, um, and they have been a fantastic source of support for us. Um, they send lots of missionaries, and um, I know for us personally, we feel very loved They've um, been there to support us through every step of the way. And most recently, we've been to um, the IMB's training for missionaries. And we've learned so much there and feel very, even more prepared than we were before to go, um, thanks to Southeastern and FPO and just everything in between, Summit Church, everything. So let's, let's think about someone, you're talking to someone who is wrestling with a call to mission. They feel, they feel the Lord has laid it on their hearts to to go overseas, what's what's something you would say to them? If one uh, suspects or is thinking that God might be leading them towards the mission field, whether that be nationally or internationally, prayer must come first. If they think God's leading them to a specific place, take a vision trip, take a short-term trip, go and see what's happening, see if the Holy Spirit confirms anything in you. Um, and if you're married, talk with your spouse about it as well. No surprises. <laughs> now, you mentioned your sending church. Uh, we're at the annual meeting. There's a lot of churches here, a lot of churches that want to cultivate and, and raise up and send out their church members. Uh, what would you tell a church how they can care for and minister to uh, their sent out ones? How can they do that well? I think it's really important to pray for them. And before they leave, make sure you connect with them as much as possible. Um, our church has a lot, done a lot for us to make sure that we're connected. Um, and for the missionary, it's good to have prayer cards to hand out to everyone. Um, and we also have ways to um, connect other than uh, the main one being email, but we also have like social media platforms and stuff. So it's great for churches to connect there. Um, it's also awesome, I think, in the future that our church will send um, some support trips and some mission trips there as well. Um, so that'll be really cool to have everyone get involved in um, the mission field, even if they're not um, just coming for a short-term trip. Uh, churches who are um, considering ways to uh, support 
or be involved in missions or to motivate their own members towards missions. Um, the IMB does have a way for churches to ask for like an adopted missionary of sorts and they can um, do like email correspondence and exchange prayer requests amongst other things um, for churches who are wanting their own members to think about the nations or even just getting out into their own local communities. Um, the first big thing is um, disciple your members in a way where evangelism is a core portion, like a core task of being a Christian, of being a church. Um, start with your community. Um, take out members from your church out into the community to get evangelism practice under the belts. Um, set up times to be praying for different nations or different missionaries that people within the church may know. Set up short-term trips for the church. It can be youth, it can be college, it could be adults. Everyone's part of the Great Commission. All right, let's talk about Japan for a minute. What are you looking forward to? What are you a little nervous about? What are you, any expectations that you have? <laughs> I am looking forward to being able to walk everywhere rather than driving half an hour or more and raw fish. <laughs> yeah, we're so excited for the food and for the people just to be able to um, just see Japanese people everywhere and get to love them and share Jesus with them. Um, I think one thing that we're a little bit nervous about is um, a lot of Japanese people do speak some English, but they're usually a little bit shy. Um, so it's going to be really important for us to learn Japanese, which we will be in full-time language school for a while. Um, Japanese is one of the more difficult languages to learn um, for us. We will be in language school for three years, where some other fields, they're just there for one. Um, so definitely prayers for language skills and that we would also find some friends who until our Japanese language skills are where they need to be that we can um, communicate with some English speakers as well first. Now going to Japan you're, you're going to a country that you're able to openly share your, your faith you're, you're able to even be on this podcast and talk about the country you're going to the sending organization the church you're a part of uh, but do you have a, a, a creative access platform or thing that you'll be going on at entering the country? For IMB missionaries going to Japan, we come as um, members of the um, Japanese Baptist Ministry, JBM, um, on religious activities visas, partner with churches, evangelize, prayer walk, mobilize. Well, how can we as North Carolina Baptists pray for you guys? I think one of our largest hurdles is going to be, as Danielle mentioned, the language acquisition. Um, it will be a long journey, and our three years is to reach um, what IMB calls advanced low, which is just the minimum requirement, but language learning um, is a lifetime, and that's something that we're always going to have to be striving to get better at. Um, if we want to truly deepen, like deeply disciple people. Yeah, it's so important for everyone to be able to hear the gospel in their heart language, um, especially because a lot of the gospel vocabulary is pretty like, it's a lot more difficult than like your conversational skills. Um, so sharing the gospel in English might not be as effective as sharing it in Japanese. We also have 
only met our team leaders in person and not the rest of the team. And something that is also fairly important for missionary teams is to be able to team well, to get along with your team well and work together um, as a body rather than separate entities or to be against one another. So prayers that we will fit well in our team, that we will love one another, that God can work through us as one body to be reaching Japan. Yeah, and also for safe travels to Japan, and then that God would just pave the way for us um, to meet Japanese people who are interested in Jesus. One of the um, most useful things that our team has told us that they do is prayer walk, asking God to show them people who are seeking the Lord. We've got families here in the States where we're praying for them as well. you got a couple more weeks before you guys take off. Any other last things you'd like to share? Have you given a plug for our social medias? Oh. <laughs> please give a plug for your social medias, please. So if you want to keep up with us, you can follow us on Instagram, and we also have a Facebook group. It's under Pirtles in Japan, P-I-R-T-L-E-S, um, in Japan. And you're welcome to follow us there, and we'll be posting our adventures, our prayer requests, struggles, everything in between. Well, Brandon and Danielle, on behalf of NC Baptist, thank you for joining me for this podcast. Uh, we're praying for you both and the many other NC Baptist missionaries that will be commissioned tonight as we're praying as you go in the coming weeks. Uh, throughout 2023, over a thousand NC Baptists have been praying for unreached people groups, church planters, and missionaries through the Praying for the Nations prayer guide. It's not too late for you to join. We have a few more weeks left where we will be praying specifically for missionaries. Visit PrayNC.org for more information. NC Baptist, you can listen to more podcasts just like this one at ncbaptist.org slash podcasts. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for joining us today. Because of your generosity to NC Baptist, this podcast, along with other helpful resources, are made available for you. Learn more by visiting ncbaptist.org slash give.